Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. Welcome, everybody, to the next edition of Tuning Class here. We are going to be talking about the concept of thinking small or feeling small in some way. Whenever I tap into an energy, and that's one of the reasons why Spirit wanted to talk to this crowd about this particular issue. So many times we come up to a, a challenge or a problem or something that's going on in our lives. And because it seems so daunting, there's so much work involved. There's, there's not, no way we're ever going to be able to do this when we first look at something. We feel kind of small. And we want to talk about that today, is really what that is and why your mind is doing that, because that's what your mind is doing. Your soul, your inner being, has a control of everything. It knows. Otherwise, those are the energies that sort of brought that issue to you. Anytime we ever get a challenge, we're working on a mission. The other day, I heard of somebody that's doing a the a feed the city, a mission where they want to get people uh, fed on the streets and things like that. And it seems so daunting. But one of the things we get is that we are drawn to some of these missions that we are given. When our energies attract it, the mind looks at it and right away it starts to judge. Remember, we always try and remind you why your mind is so brilliant. Insight is not one of them. <laughs> your mind can't, your mind isn't the one that is psychic or bringing in those energies. It's your heart and it's your insight and, and it's your intuition and that comes from outside of you. But the mind always wants to sort of horn in because it has sort of a yelling energy. The intuitive is more quiet and it's laid back. And, you know, if you want to drive this bus, as we had mentioned, they will gladly give you the wheel and see how far you can take it. Some of the quotes that I've heard on thinking small or thinking that you are small is like, an ounce of prevention is a pound of cure. We've all heard that term. No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. Even a small star shines in the darkness. And one of my favorites is, no matter how large a pond is, casting a small pebble will impact all the shores. The efforts that you are doing, the efforts that you are trying to make, and you know, humans are really incredible beings because they want to make an impact on this earth. We all have that feeling. We all have that inner drive that somehow we want to impact the earth, but we don't know how we're going to do that. And many of us, sadly, think that we have to impact this whole earth. And it's not always the case. Sometimes you just have to be like the pebble and just impact a pond rather than make an impact in the ocean. Making an impact in your community, rather than however way you would be looking in another country. 
If you've seen the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, and if you have seen that movie a few times as I have, it's sort of a Christmas tradition. It's one of my movies I watch all the time. And it's a great reminder that even though you think that you got to build skyscrapers and do all these great things, massive things, so it looks like you've created something large, his destiny was create an impact in his little town of Bedford. And so in the end, when he was okay with that, everything falls into place. Because one thing we know in energy is when you are following your destiny, when you're following your dream, and it's exactly what you need to do to be on this earth, everything just goes so effortly and so easy. And it's the resistance that we think it should be something else. So we're almost battling ourselves. We need to follow through on what the energies are always presenting us. Why am I always getting I need to stay in Bedford? And it's so frustrating. He was so angry. And it got to the point where he almost took his life because he just didn't think he was making an impact. And so I want to talk about this feeling small and feeling insignificant and feeling like there's no way that we can do stuff. Everything seems so trivial. But I want you to realize that your mind is doing all that. Its mind is looking at something and its perception is, oh, that's just too small. There's no point in hugging the kids. I mean, they're only one years old. I mean, uh, we can do that uh, next week. Let's not do something else with the kids and something else. And next thing you know, they're 16 years old. And then we realize that all those small moments that were gifts, they're gone. I remember as a child, I don't remember hardly any of the gifts I got at Christmas. And there was a lot. We we were part of a European family. And if you know anything about Europeans and what's under the tree, and I don't remember any of the gifts, but I do remember the ones that touched my heart. And it was usually the ones that somebody went out of their way to get for me. And it didn't seem like such a big deal for them. He said, well, you know, Tony's always talking about, you know, a stick or he's always talking about something and we'll just get him that. Uh, And, well, we can't afford that. Okay, well, let's make it, you know, something like that. And that meant more to me. And those I remember because somebody went out of their way to do that. When you take a small moment in time, it does seem so small. It seems so insignificant. You know, I could take, let's say, 10 seconds right now, and let's say if I were to talk to Tanya, and if I were to say to her, you know, Tanya, you're an amazing lady. I know that you're an amazing mom. You do so well in the community. You have a great mission in in life. And I'm so honored to be considered your friend. I took about 10 seconds didn't cost me anything. But what did it mean to Tanya or someone like her that might have gotten a similar message? To some people, nothing seems like it is it is as, as caring. And nobody seems to want to really care about anything. I remember years ago hearing a story about a man that was going through a yearbook. He was moving some things around. He was going through a yearbook. And 
he opens it up in when he was grade 10 or 11 and he's going through it and he's starting to laugh and and then he sees his best friend when he was in that time and it was like 20 years previous and he says oh i haven't talked to john in so long you know what i think i'm gonna just give him a call something's just telling me just to say hi we were best friends and just because we went to university and he went off to someplace else, we sort of lost touch with each other. I'm just going to give him a call. And he's still in the phone book. So he calls him up one evening. He says, John, guess who? And he says, oh, man, I don't believe it. And they have this beautiful talk. It lasts for maybe 15 minutes. And John says, thank you so much. You know, we, we should go for coffee sometime. I want to get caught up, see what your life is like. Anyway, he, they do. And it goes back and forth. And then John starts to really progress in his business. And then he ends up getting, in one year, the business person of the year. And John invites his buddy to come and, you know, be at the ceremonies. And he says, oh, gladly. I mean, yeah, yeah you deserve this. And in his speech, John recalls that phone call. And he was about to take a handful of pills to end his life when he got the call. Because at that point, everything was going wrong. His business was failing. His marriage was failing. Everything around him was crumbling. And he felt so small and insignificant. And this is not what I wanted to do after leaving high school. I'm a failure. I'm nothing. And I was about to end my life. This was the first time that his friend heard this. And John kept going and saying, and then I got a call from a friend. And he showed me that there is still humanity in this world. And we, we, we got off. So and we like picked up like there was no time that had passed. And it, was, it just renewed my sense of energy. It, it, it was just like something shot into my heart that I looked at my business in a different way and found solutions along the way. And this guy pulled me out because he read a yearbook. He took the time to make the call. And his friend had no idea it would be such an impact. It was, for him, it was just 15 minutes out of his life. What's the big deal? It's, it's just a small thing. How much can 15 minutes change somebody? But he just felt like calling. Something was tapping him on the shoulder. Now, I could tell you from an energetic perspective what it is, but you probably can guess that his energy reached his friend to find that yearbook. He hadn't seen that yearbook in 20 years. What made him move a box and have a yearbook fall out on his foot? pick it up and saying, hey, I should go look through this. Because energetically, he was reaching out because everything else was failing. All the silent innuendos were missed. And that's usually what happens. When people do take their own life, people are so surprised because they never see it coming. But when they look back, they see little evidence, little signs here and there. But they're all wanting some way to cry out. And so he did. Little things like that, we have no idea how we can impact somebody. This is the end of part one, Think Small. 
Now go over to part two. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Genis Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste.